This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to The Godless Revolution. Today is Monday, July 31st. This is episode 411. My name is Dan Ellis, and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Duffy. Oh, yes. And Mr. Taylor Grin. Oh, yeah. Duffman. Can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? I'm, oh. I'm, I'm a bachelor this week. Oh, yeah? Sarah's in oh. California. Oh. Well, it's, I'm not like single, but Sarah's gone. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Me and the dogs are just throwing parties like crazy this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boys not all week long. Oh yeah. yeah. What are you what are you doing to get crazy while Sarah's out of town? Woodworking. Oh. You <laughs> you nut you, you lunatic, you madman. I know I'm gonna play with so much wood. <laughs> nice. What, any any big projects you're working on lately? I just finished one, uh, a commissioned puzzle box that I just kind of buttoned up today, made sure everything worked. So I got to get that to them. I got to get Taylor's cane sent off. I got to get this urn sent off for my sister. Yeah. Make sure not to confuse those two. Yes. I won't <laughs> send you the urn and I won't send my sister the cane. <laughs> you won't send your sister the puzzle box and the urn to the people who are expecting no. the puzzle box. It's no, like at least the gift the of the box. Magi, but terrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hand off the puzzle box in person. Ah. Well, cool, cool. Anything else new? Uh, nothing new, but maybe after we do this, there's there's something I wanted to maybe talk about real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. You mean like in? You mean when we're off air, or or? Oh no, no like like. Unless you want me to get a conversation going between the three of us right now. Well, sure. We'll, no, yeah, that's fine. Go for yeah. it. Do it. My week has been pretty boring, so. Uh, I I was uh, perusing the socials of the medias, and I saw this news article pop up about uh, Katie Ledecky, uh, Mm -hmm. American swimmer, who Mm -hmm. has tied uh, for most amount of medals for an American, tying, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Phelps, Michael Phelps. Mm. So she's tied Michael Phelps for the most amount of medals ever. Wow. I I go to the comment section. And oh my fuck! Whole bunch of transphobes out there talking about Leah Thomas. Yeah, they had it all confused. Like this fucking, Mm. it's a man. Get that man out of the pool. Oh my god! So win so many medals because it's actually a dude. So they don't like they're they're such big women's swimming fans that they know all of the all of the players right all of the contenders all of the competition in women's yeah. sports they know who they are who they swim for who they're representing yeah. their yeah. names yeah. age all of their stats it's super important to them yeah and and here's here's how how stupid everyone is because i noticed people were doing it and posting like, this article says that katie ledecky is trans i'm like Click on that. <laughs> See what else that website says. <laughs> because it's not oh a valid source of fucking information. 
And everyone's like, well, this one's on MSN. Like, no, that's a troll link that's leading you to a different site that also is telling you aliens fucked someone. Like, this isn't real fucking news. And then I had to go into it and I broke it down to someone. And they're like, I'm like, okay, we have two options here. Either Katie Ledecky is trans or she's not trans. Mm-hmm. So yep. Katie Ledecky won her first Olympic medal at age 15 in the 2012 Olympics. In the 2012 Olympics, there were zero trans athletes. Actually, trans athletes weren't even allowed to compete in the 2012 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. And guess what? Trans athletes also aren't even allowed to compete in women's swimming competitions for world competitions anymore. So either she's trans and has tricked all of these tournaments to think she's not, or she's not trans. And they're all like, well, yeah, but that's it's she's still trans. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> like, like, are you fucking people serious? You look at someone that looks yeah, she's six foot muscular and she's a fucking like dedicated athlete. A so, swimmer athlete, no less. Swimmer they're yeah. she, they're she physically look, for her to like be. Yeah. Well, no joke at the Olympic level, you're talking oftentimes like literal genetic mutations for those folks to be predisposed towards that particular sport. Yeah. Like one, one that I can speak to a little bit more directly is any sort of competition weightlifting. There's like a certain gene that is active in almost every metal holder that exists that has like a certain proportion of like the, the um, large mass versus um, like long mass muscle. And like, okay. if you don't have that mutation, you're not winning a gold, yeah. like is basically the thing. So for her to be at that level of swimming, she's going to have to have big ass fucking shoulders and traps and that kind of thing. Well, like, like for her, like she has a lot larger arm length than normal. Right. Yeah. So you she, must she to be competitive. And, yeah. And her mom was a competitive swimmer. So I think mm-hmm. the article that she's been swimming since she was six years old. Like yeah. competing at age six with her mom, who was a collegiate, you know, swimmer and coach. So it's like right. she's had the upbringing. This is not a dude that's swimming. You're thinking of Leah Thompson, who isn't even allowed to fucking swim anymore. Everyone was like, "Well, I bet Leah Thompson would kick her ass." It's like actually, no. I looked at their their numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, way the fuck off. Like right. Leah Thompson didn't even come close to any records. And is nowhere near Katie Ledecky's like every fucking record she holds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Leah Thomas, not Thompson, but yeah, Thomas. I, yeah, I totally get your point. Well, and uh-huh. and to Taylor's point, uh, even Michael Phelps has like super long arms, like longer yeah. than average. His feet are larger than average. I believe it's it's either his toes or his fingers have more webbing than most people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of advantages built in. Genetically speaking, for yeah. Michael Phelps and most Which other people, long been one of the stymieing arguments for anyone opposing trans folks in sports is like, where do we draw the line on genetic advantages? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and they've had women, uh, women competitors in various sports who have been 
kicked out or denied the opportunity to even participate because their testosterone levels levels were naturally just too high for yes. quote unquote biological women. I remember and, there was a runner uh, like two summer Olympics ago. I can't remember what country she ran for, but yeah, they said you can't run because your testosterone is too high. Mm -hmm. But even like in this, I found this real quick. Uh, so the, the U S has a total of 0.5% of the U S population is trans in yeah. the 2020 Olympics. There was one trans woman athlete, mm -hmm. uh, Laura Hubbard, who placed seventh in her weightlifting category, mm -hmm. which was last place. Mm -hmm. So where's that advantage that this trans weightlifter had mm -hmm. when they took last fucking place? Mm -hmm. There has never been a trans athlete to medal in anything. You know, and I've, now they're basically allowed to compete. Yeah. Well, and lately I've just, I've been convinced that there's no convincing some people, right? That, yeah, true. Just true. In, in listening to interviews, from, I don't know, countless number of videos from Jordan Klepper, from people for other left-leaning podcasts and television shows, interview shows, news shows, out interviewing Trump supporters. Like, the, the Trump supporters will tell you literally, it doesn't matter what Donald Trump does, what he's been accused of. It doesn't matter what anybody says about them. They just like him. They just believe in him. They will right. always support him and vote for him. It doesn't matter what he says or does. Have you heard the new one What that Trump put out? I don't even know how he thinks this makes sense. <laughs> uh, but uh, January 6th was conducted by the government to screw him over. He, he, he was the government on January 6th. <laughs> He was in charge of the government. His people were in all the positions on that day. So either he's saying, I don't know what he's saying. He's trying to blame it on Biden now. Like he's trying to get everyone to think Biden did January 6th. Well, it's like people who say that Obama didn't do enough to stop 9-11. <laughs> or that we should invade Agrabah, if any of you guys remember that. I don't. People were saying we need to invade Agrabah? There was, I can't remember which, there was some organization. Were we going to take out Prince that, Ali, glorious he, Ali Ababa? Well, no, that's the thing. <laughs> right around the beginning of the Iraq war, either, either immediately before or after it, some news organization put out a poll saying, should America invade Agrabah over 9-11? And then just no further explanation and like a it's significant sort of a proportion of people were like, yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, <laughs> that reminds me of shit that I would see on the news and in, in different things uh, when I was in high school and it was, you know, this was back before marriage equality, back when people would throw around gay slurs casually all the time. And there were plenty of interviews that I had seen on things like the daily show. I don't know that it's a specific, you know, episode of the daily show that you could refer to, but I've seen plenty of clips of people walking up to someone on the street and saying, so what would you do if you found out that one of your kids was a homo sapien? And they're like, <laughs> well, I just, I don't know if I'd be able to accept that. That'd be really rough. Like people just, people are just fucking stupid, man. And there's no fixing yeah. stupid apparently. And they vote. Yeah, I had somebody in one of my um, 
she was in my college internship. Um, and I found out after we graduated college several years later that she was an anti-vaxxer. Um, and there was a point at which we were going back and forth on Facebook and it pissed me off. So a couple days later, I posted this thing um, that there's a dangerous product. Um, if you consume too much of it, you'll die. If you inhale it, you'll die. Um, it's present in most products Everything. sold on the market. It's dihydrogen monoxide. Uh, just be aware of it, you know, and your stuff. And, and she comments, she's like, oh, my God, how can I tell, like, whether or not this is in something? <laughs> it's fucking water. Like, it's fucking water. And she's like, how dare you? That's cruel. And I was like, That's, you but don't know what the cool. fuck you're talking about. How dare you expose my ignorance, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Right. How right. very dare you? Hi, this is Yvette Dontremont, a.k.a. The Cybabe, and you're listening to Godless Revolution. You can find me at Cybabe.com, at my Twitter account, at The Cybabe. And if you've hunt really hard, you can find me at Pornhub. I dare you. Oh, my God. We're all dead. All right, everybody, calm down. Calm down. There is no missile. This, this is TV writers desperate to get an award. Okay, there is, in fact, a real missile. And that's code for? No, 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 no code. That is some kind of cover-up for the fact that there is a real missile coming for this real ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I gotta go. Goodbye, fake Jesus. Don't come back in three days. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. We had a friend... Over yesterday, we went and saw went and saw a movie. Went and saw the Barbie movie. I liked it quite a bit, actually. Mm. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, and then afterward, we came back home and ordered pizza and hung out and chatted for a while. And the friend that we had over, um, we were talking politics and stuff. And I related to him. I don't know if you guys have seen this or heard about it. Um, that Eric Swalwell and uh, Kevin McCarthy. Got into a bit of a, a dick measuring contest a little bit on the house of the on on the on the in the well of the house. When yeah, this was this was when they were. <laughs> this is when Republicans held their vote to formally censure Adam Schiff. Mm -hmm. And while this is going on, there's all of the Democrats in the well shouting shame, 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 and apparently. Eric Swalwell was close to Kevin McCarthy while all of this is going on. And Swalwell turned to Kevin McCarthy and just said, you're such a pussy. <laughs> and and Kevin, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy was incensed apparently and turned back to Eric Swalwell and said something to the effect of, if you call me a pussy again, I'm going to kick your ass. And so Eric Swalwell turned back to him and said, you are a pussy. And apparently, apparently Kevin McCarthy just stared at him for several seconds and then turned around and walked away. And it's like, oh. what are you going to do? Are you going to take a swing at me on the house of the, is the speaker of the house going to take a swing at me because I called him a pussy? Like, sure. That will show everybody the, you know, the brave stoics that you are. You're not snowflakes at all. You can, you can handle any bit of criticism, right? Like what the, you're Damn, a grown like ass man. Parliament. Yeah. You're a grown ass man who can't handle somebody calling you a name. Like what the fuck are you even here for, man? Oh, I wish he would have swung. That would have been great. Oh Yeah. 
that would have been awesome. Like, that's always the thing. Like, sure, if you think you can do it, take a swing at me, man. That would be fun. Let's try that, shall we? And I, I would pay so much money to watch Eric Swalwell turn off McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what what's your guys' thoughts on uh, McCarthy trying to do an impeachment inquiry into Biden? <sighs> I think he's tossing red meat to the... Um, yeah, I think it's a stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. It's, it's an inquiry. It's not an actual impeachment. It's an inquiry to look into, mm-hmm. can we impeach and for what? What are he's, you going he's related to somebody who committed some offenses. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like Wait. that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's all that they have. And shit, if I were Biden, I would, I would be talking about it all the time. Like, yeah, I think they should definitely get to the bottom of this. Like I'm tired of them dragging my name and my son's name through the mud. So please have all of the investigations you want. I will give you any and all information you want. Like let's get to the bottom of it, shall we? And then you guys can shut the fuck up and get back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, it was, it was interesting to me. I read an article earlier today. Well, no, I'm not going to lie. I read a headline earlier today <laughs> that, um, McCarthy is, uh, um, has been talking about, he hasn't taken any action, but he's been talking about trying to predicate further Ukraine aid on investigating, um, like Hunter Biden or what was it like investigating Hunter Biden stuff or something to do with like the, um, the Trump Ukraine thing, but like ultimately like predicating further aid to Ukraine in the same way that like led to Trump's first impeachment. <laughs> like, like yeah. if they didn't look into Biden then they wouldn't give more Ukraine aid. And it's like, Oh, you mean the thing your guy got impeached for? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I wonder if these people don't realize that the whole thing with Joseph R. Biden and Ukraine with the deal with the, the prosecutor there, it was also the whole UN not just the U.S., like other countries were involved in saying, this guy is corrupt, get him the fuck out. So he actually mm-hmm. can investigate Burisma instead mm-hmm. of yep. not investigating it. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping that by the time that this goes to air, this will be old news. But um, pro tip for anyone, when you are taking down a lich, make sure to destroy its phylactery first or else it can regenerate after 1d10 days. <laughs> now, I'm not sure what happens when a Mitch finally goes away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and, and Ryan, you said something. It's not been looking good. <laughs> you, Ryan, you said something about what do we think about so-and-so, I think you, were, you said switching off or switching on or something, and what sprung to my mind instantly was Mitch McConnell's recent reset while standing at a podium, like his little, what appeared to be from everything, all of the comments I've read from, you know, people who claim that they are doctors or have some medical, yeah, had have some medical background is that, yes, it was probably a, an ischemic, like a a minor stroke. And yeah, Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't feel bad for the guy. Like I, I really don't. Like for all of the harm that he has caused other people, it I was I was more upset that he came back and was able to talk than I was that it had happened to him in the first place. Like it was difficult to watch. Like you don't, you know, you're, the natural human 
response for anybody that has a bit of empathy and, and care for other human beings, watching it live as it happened, it was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh gosh, is he okay? I hope, I hope everything Apparently was, I lack that. Though. I hope, well, well, that's like <laughs> just your, that's just your like initial response. Right. And then just half a second later, you're like, oh no, it's Mitch McConnell. Fuck that guy. You don't give a fuck yeah. about anyone much. I give a fuck about him. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, is it going to happen on TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, there's out of his eyes. <laughs> just, there's a video that like millennials and some Gen Xers might remember. Of um, it's like one of those classic, commonly reshared videos back in the early days of YouTube, like before it was owned by Google, I think. <laughs> and um, it's of this dog, and it's in some sort of discipline training. And um, the owner puts this plate of cookies in front of the dog and the dog is supposed to not react to the cookies. And this dog has like this thousand yard stare <laughs> and the camera slowly zooms in on the dog and the different reshares of this video will like superimpose like PTSD type images, like from the Gulf war or something like that as though the dog is having flashbacks. <laughs> and that's all I could think of when Mitch McConnell just like went total tabula rasa at the podium there. Oh yeah. And it was, it was a long time. I think it was like 19, 20 seconds that he just stood there silently before <laughs> oh, he was gone. A physician. Yeah. One of the people who was with him was a former physician before he became a, a politician mm -hmm. and was like subtly uh, holding him by his wrist. Mm -hmm. Like trying to like get a pulse. Yeah. You're not a dead man standing here. Yeah. Yeah, or if he was having some sort of ischemic episode or something like that, you know, whether it would cause a change in his heart rate on one side or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then the people that were around him, like, by their reaction, they know something's wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it was clear it's that this wasn't the first episode he's had around them. No. No. Like, no. when you hear the guy come up to him, like, hey, do you want to go back to your house right now? Do you, you want to go, go back to your go? office? Yeah. You want, you want to go? There their expression was, ah, this shit again. Uh -huh. Not, yeah. Like, like, oh, fuck, yeah. it happened in public this time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, there was the whole thing with Senator Dianne Feinstein also. Yeah. She needs oh, to go. Yeah. 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 She yeah. age limits. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That was, that was another part of the discussion we had last night while our friend was over was, uh, you know, our friend mentioned, so do you think there should be age limits? No, actually, Tracy asked the two of us. Uh, so you guys, do do you guys think there should be age limits for uh, political leaders? We were both simultaneously and instantly. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If if an age minimum is not age discrimination, then an age maximum cannot be either. Right. Yeah. If if the basis upon which we say you can't be a president until you're 35 or a member of the Senate until you're 30, et cetera. Um, if the basis by which we say that is an assumption that you must have have a certain amount of lived experience um, that is wholly arbitrary, right? At that age, like you could theoretically have, you know, a, a George Washington or an Alexander Hamilton who were leading a fucking country at 18 years old. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They did fine. Um, then we can say at an upper limit of age, like, nah, man, your brain is too far gone or you're too far out of touch or you won't live to see the consequences of your actions. And those are perfectly valid reasons to say, get the fuck out and yet let younger people do this thing. Yeah. Should it, should it be an age or a health standard? No, I think it should be an age standard. 
Um, like I, I, because there's no way to objectively do some sort of health standard that won't just get bullshitted and, and buffaloed like with Trump. Oh yeah. Uh, and his doctor shopping. Yeah. Ronnie Jackson, you know? who says that Donald Trump is the fittest president he's ever seen. Right. And lying yeah. about his weight and, and yeah. heart health and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So no, I think it should just be an arbitrary age limit. Say whatever the federal retirement age is or that number plus five or something like that. Is and federal, then, uh, well, you can collect social security at 62. Is that the federal retirement age? Yeah. But I'll never see it. So, yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> it. <laughs> I mean, I got I'll retire in about thirteen years. Yeah, but no, I think I think the upward limit should be somewhere in the vicinity of seventy years old. Yeah. And at which point, like, no, man, like you can't. The two biggest things for me are the increased likelihood of some sort of cognitive event, um, and two, I really don't think people should be passing legislation if they won't live to see the long-term effects of the consequences of that legislation. Mm -hmm. Like one thing I keep coming back to is um, Brexit in Britain was mm -hmm. handled by plebiscite, right? So I took a general vote of the population that you got 50% plus one, right? Uh, minimum required to push forward Brexit. And ultimately it was parliament that passed it, but they used that referendum as a ju uh, justification for doing so. Um, if you took exactly the ballot pool of Brexit and then something like two years, like by the time Brexit went from, okay, we're going to do it to an actual reality, like Brexit has been done during that interim, if you took the exact same ballot pool and removed every single person who had died of old age in that time period, Brexit would not have passed. Because oh, wow. it was that much of a split between young people voting against it and old people who were dead by the time the bill or by the time it was implemented, right? Like that's wow. how wide the split was. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I hadn't heard that before. Yep. And so I, I keep coming back to that. Yeah, they 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 aren't gonna fucking fight in a war. You know, they're not going to live to see the consequences of their long term legislation. So they shouldn't be voting on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's just me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like I said, both of us instantly last night were, oh yes, absolutely. Like you should not be in a state like the, your your physical and mental health should not be in question every fucking day that you show up to work. And where and then it made me realize too that we can elect people, right? We elect our representatives and they do do work, but the bulk of the work that goes on in Congress is done by staffers, right? They're the yeah. ones who actually write the legislation. They're the ones who share the legislation, file it, do all of the paperwork. They're the ones doing all of the things. And then you have whoever was elected to represent you be the mouthpiece for that bit of legislation. They're the ones who can be championing it, who can be, you know, delivering speeches and whatever. But the, the actual work that happens isn't done by the people that we elect. It's their staffers. And if you surround yourself with great people, that's a good thing. But it shouldn't be to where you're basically poured into a chair and poured out of a chair anytime you enter anywhere and everybody else has to prompt you and tell you what to say. 
you should be able to do that shit on your own, not sit at a table and have no fucking clue what's going on to the point where you just start prattling on about how you support this thing when all they were asking for was an up or down vote, yes or no. And you launch yourself into some speech that is going nowhere because nobody's expecting it. It's not your allotted time to speak. You're just supposed to be voting. And Feinstein started just going off on this little tangent and had to be, you know, steered back several times by a few different people. <laughs> like, no, you just just say I. Just say I. Yes, that's that's all you need to do. That, that like, meeting is this afternoon, Diane. Yeah, like she's we're not there. She's not really there, right? It's it's no, no. other people who are guiding and steering her through all of these decisions anyway, and that's bad. That's not a good thing because those other people were not elected. She was elected no, to do right. this, and she she's not going to do it, but she needs to step down herself. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I think it looks bad if the Democratic Party has to remove her. And like strip her out of everything. So mm -hmm. they need to convince her. And the same with McConnell. They need to convince him. You need to leave office. They're but it's both not going to die in those fucking seats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they're folks. That's mm -hmm. all that fucking matters. Well, and it's it's also because of their um committee positions. Uh mm -hmm. right now, because of the way that Congress is shaken down, you know, they're the committees are evenly split. If I recall correctly, yes. um, I don't know if that changed in the most recent election, but I think that the committees are still split. Um, and so like, for example, you know, there were the Democrats held votes to say like, Hey, we're going to swap her, you know, swap somebody else into her committee position for a while. Like, and nope. the Republicans shut that down and would yeah. not allow the committee to be rearranged. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, they're they're the party in control in in the house, and so they get to make up the rules about who can serve and who can't, and who can be replaced or swapped out. No, no, not in the not in the Senate though. In the Senate, the Democrats are in charge, but it's a. Um, uh, but they, can, they still have the votes to change committee rules. That. Yeah. 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 There is something else that has been stuck in my craw for about a week now that uh -oh. I want to rant about a little bit. And let's grab the flyers and get it out. See what you guys think. We'll do that when we return from this little break. This is New Name Noah, and you're listening to the Godless Revolution. Listen up, everybody. In 60 seconds, we will be approaching and passing the apex. And if we make it past that, we might just be okay. And if we don't, see you in the next life. <laughs> Who am I kidding? There is no next life. This is the fucking end game. So good luck, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. As if I believe in luck. I absolutely don't. <laughs> it's just, I'm going to stop talking now. I should have stopped talking earlier. I'm sorry. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm sorry. We we were <laughs> we were quote unquote recording for the last, I don't know, 10 minutes or so until I looked down at the board and saw that we weren't actually recording anything. So this is going to be kind of a take two redo of what we started for this segment because Dan uh, is stupid sometimes and didn't turn on my recorder. But the thing that has been struck, <laughs> not struck, the thing that has <laughs> been stuck in my craw for about a week now is just the bullshit around UFOs and UAPs that has been in the news and on the Facebook, all, all over social media, and just... 
the amount of credulity that I'm seeing from people and people that I had previously thought were decent skeptics that were like able to evaluate evidence and come to a rational conclusion on the basis of the evidence provided. And that's not happening. And then, then like, even after I made a post about it, uh, just saying, you know, I said something like the, it's, it's weird seeing how many people are, are being taken in by this and y'all need to turn in your skeptic card. Like, the number of people who contacted me privately and who commented on there trying to defend their belief in utter fucking nonsense is really disheartening. Like, super, super depressing to see how many people I thought had a decent head on their shoulders go, no, I just got to throw away my brain right now and talk about how much I want a fucking alien. So I, I would say the belief in the possibility that aliens exist is legit. I, I am the universe is so fucking big. There has yeah. to be something out there. Yeah. Then coming to Earth and us having their biologics is a whole fucking another story. <laughs> right, right. Well, hang on. So we're we're relying on previous conversation. Let's go into this biologics thing again. <laughs> well, well, so but the audience doesn't know what we're talking about. So just real quick. I, yeah. I want to I want to say first, like we'll we'll do a little background here, and then we can talk more specifics. So, the Committee on Oversight and Accountability, headed by James Comer, you know that fucking genius, the guy who you know says that they're Chinese whistleblowers, the the Biden investigation whistleblowers have are being disappeared, and they can't keep track of them, and they're super secret spies no. and. All of that no, nonsense. And then we find out that the person they were actually talking to was a Chinese spy and has been yeah. charged mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. espionage. Like, that fucking idiot is the one who is heading all of this um, because he's the, the head of the... He's the chairperson for the Committee on Oversight and Accountability. Um, I, I will say this is the first hearing I've seen in a while where the Republicans and Democrats weren't fighting with each other. <laughs> yeah. But... So this was ostensibly for a quote-unquote whistleblower, a government whistleblower, to come in and provide evidence uh, that would support his claims that the United States has downed aircraft and, quote, biologics that we've had for decades now and, yeah. are, and are just keeping secret. Uh, but, you know, this guy was there to blow the whistle on all of it and provide you know, all of this evidence that would convince everybody that this is a thing that's going on. And I saw a bunch of people making posts about it. One person in particular that I was, that I was shocked and I'm still stunned. And like, I, I still want, like the thing I want to believe is that this is some elaborate prank coming from this person. But after seeing several posts and comments from them, supporting their belief in this i i know that it no they're they're fully they're in on this yeah they've they've bought this hook line and sinker but you were going wow. to say something about the biologics taylor no i just wanted to like because that's not a fucking word like that's not <laughs> how things <laughs> that came out of this whole thing the biologics it was biologics well, and we were joking in the, the the previous version of this like like they were saying like oh it was it was non-human you know biologics mm. coming from the the ufo and it's like dude if the if the 
you know, test capsules that the Soviets were, had in the you know 70s with dogs in them fell to Earth. That would technically be a UFO with non-human biological yeah. material in it. Like, period. Oh, so, yeah. you know, depending on how you twist and torture your definitions of things, like I can meet <laughs> those for you. The, the the description of the UFO that was the aircraft had come upon because we have like the tic tac video and oh all the other shit. And he's like, it was a transparent cube with an orb inside of it. <laughs> and my first oh. thought was like, I think you've oh, got you, that. You've got that reversed. It was a transparent orb with a cube orb inside of it. Cube inside of it. Yeah. But it's still, it goes to my joke that they failed kindergarten. They couldn't put the round peg in the, in the round <laughs> hole. In the square peg. Square hole. They, they, they got their shapes all fucked up and meshed together. These damn artists trying to square the circle have gone too far. <laughs> I also love that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson put out uh, uh, a tweet or an X. I don't know anymore. Um, basically being like, oh, our high tech military catching all these UFOs on video can only get a blurry image of something that's most likely a fucking bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, <sighs> and if you guys will indulge me for a moment, I wanted to read the post that like oh, started for this for me to where like I'm still massively upset about this. <laughs> no. And I will be writing a sternly worded comment later tonight, I'm sure. <laughs> oh joy. <laughs> but this person has been a guest on the show previously and like when I first saw this post from them, I thought that it was part of an elaborate prank because they are they have a history of doing elaborate pranks. But this person posted uh, five days ago, quote, I've been saying this for weeks now and have and had a few people in person look at me like I was crazy. But if all reports are correct, tomorrow, January 26, 2023, will be a world changing date that history books will record. There is a public congressional hearing scheduled for July 26, 2023, in which multiple former and current government officials will discuss the fact that we, humanity, have captured downed alien spacecraft, including living and dead alien bodies, and have had them for decades. This is not a joke. The world as we know it is about to change. We absolutely positively are not alone in the universe. Life outside of Earth exists, and our government is about to show proof of this fact. Stories coming out indicate these alien life forms are at least 500 million years more advanced than us. They are able to transfer their consciousness from one of their bodies to another, effectively eliminating death as we know it. This story is by far the biggest news story in the history of humanity and definitively answers the question once and for all, are we alone? Alien face, earth, and spaceship emojis. If you enjoyed the January 6th hearing or maybe the Iran-Contra hearings or the Clinton impeachment fiasco, you won't want to miss this hearing as it is the biggest news story in the history of humanity. And I saw that, and like I said, I figured for sure that this was part of some elaborate joke, right? So mm -hmm. I comment and just say, you're joking, right? <laughs> I sure hope so, because this is Nugent levels of pant shitting crazy. I mean, are you asserting that James Comer actually can find his asshole with both hands in a flashlight? And that he has verifiable <laughs> evidence that aliens from another planet not only exist, but that they've been in our custody for 
decades and nobody leaked that information? Dude, and then just a facepalm emoji. And he responded initially and included... So his response was, don't tell me you... Tell me you haven't been paying attention to the story without telling me you haven't been paying attention to the story. They don't hold congressional hearings over headlines from the weekly world news. This is real and very credible people are about to reveal facts under oath before Congress. And he included a picture of the weekly world news with uh, an old picture of Hillary Clinton adopting a, an alien baby. Like, right? Like, And so this, again, just lended itself to having yeah. me believe that this was all part of an elaborate joke, but it's not like this person is serious. He really fucking Bat believes boy lives. <laughs> so like recently Joe Rogan had a guy on his podcast no, and they're gross. talking. This got sent to me. Yeah. And, uh, the guy's like, Oh, you, you've, you, I know, you know, of area 51. I know you've heard of what's going on at Wright Patterson air force base. <laughs> but have you heard about what happens at Dugway Proving Grounds in Utah? I was like, oh, boy. absolutely nothing. I work like, out I, there. <laughs> I work there. And this guy's like, there's a, a super advanced underground labyrinth of buildings and alien life forms at work there. It's like, <laughs> really? Like, I have been over that entire fucking base. If there was, I would have found it. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've been out at that base, dude. They had dial-up connections to the internet oh, yeah. that were that served the entire base like one dial-up connection. <laughs> we would have to drive out there to make updates to things because their internet connection was so fucking slow. Like you couldn't you couldn't oh, physically update a lot of their hardware out there because their connection to the internet was so fucking terrible. Well, I've been in the mm -hmm. comms room. I'm like, how the fuck do you like? There's just wires upon wires jammed into things. Like, how do you like? If this goes down, how do you fix it? Like, well, we don't. <laughs> well, so that's just the decoy base. Underground oh, yeah. is the real base of the good infrastructure, and and they don't want people digging for new infrastructure because then it'll reveal the secret underground base, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, picking it all up. Nice. Yeah, the truth is out there. <laughs> yeah, it's just. But, Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to go back to like like we talked about at the beginning of the, the show where people were not evaluating evidence at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we have people believing this guy that's a whistleblower in front of Congress. And yeah, the Republicans have had a lot of whistleblowers with some credible information lately sit in front <laughs> of Congress uh, to spew some bullshit. But if you are going to come at me with this and you don't have first-hand physical knowledge of it, I'm sorry, I don't fucking believe you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so they they hold the hearing, and it's a whole bunch of nothing. There's It's a whole much ado about nothing, right? Like, it's, it's the same bullshit that we've been hearing for nearly 100 years, right? That oh, yeah. There was, there's very credible people, very serious, intelligent people who saw something they can't explain, therefore fucking aliens. Like how many, yeah. how many loops and hoops do you have to jump through to arrive at? I don't understand what I just saw. Therefore aliens. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and again, like broken record here for me, but here are the two tips that you can always use for this kind of thing. One is the nine 11, 
argument, which I'm about to make. And the second is my actuary table argument, which I'll make. Firstly, 9-11, right? Or anything like that. You have to think about what is the smallest amount of money somebody would have to pay you to keep you quiet about something that big. And then multiply that across all of the people who would have to know about this infrastructurally to make it work. I mean, we're talking like, like if you wanted to build a secret passageway in your house, how many contractors would you be comfortable with existing out in the world who knew that that existed? Mm-hmm. Right. Like just something as simple as that. Now think about all the shit that goes into building the infrastructure for anything like mm-hmm. that. Now you have to bribe all of those people to keep them quiet for their entire lives and or hire enough assassins to kill those people when they start <laughs> talking, right? Either way, it's not cheap. So that's the 9-11 defense, right? The second thing is the actuary table thing. Let's pretend, okay, sure, you get past the first gate. The second gate is if any of this shit existed, people would be using it to kill people or to you know get better insurance or for some sort of strategic advantage. And and like if you look at us compared to our nearest strategic competitors, we're not 50 million year old alien oh, tech no. more advanced than them, right? Oh yeah. Well, this person believes that the 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 crashed aliens that we have in our custody are at, le- at least 500 million years more advanced than us. Like yeah, we, yeah whatever the number is, it's it, <laughs> like well and and well, I, I want to get back to one thing on this. Yeah. The whole body consciousness swap thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they just like? They just build a new body and then put their consciousness into that body. No, like, I'll what fucking the- bite, oh, man. Because uh, no, I, I'll bite on that one. Like, let's. Pre- if you've watched the show or read the book Altered Carbon, like you can mm-hmm. envision the type yeah. of technology that could allow something like that exist. Here's the thing that frustrates me: anybody who is stupid enough to believe that shit. You don't have any evidence to leap from aliens existing on Earth to specific claims about what they are capable of doing, right? Without Mm -hmm. observing and interacting with those creatures. All of that is made up shit in the same way that it's like made up that Jesus turns water to wine. Mm -hmm. Until you encounter a Jesus, you can't say whether or not he possesses water to wine powers. (laughs) Yeah, well, and it's, and it's all just hearsay. It's it's that oh yes, I spoke like the guy who presented his quote unquote evidence, the the purported whistleblower, didn't provide any actual evidence at all. He hadn't no. seen any of the evidence himself nope. personally firsthand. Hadn't seen any of it. It was all him <laughs> saying so and so told me something, and I'm now telling you about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. There, there was a fantastic episode of the Ezra Klein show within the last like couple of months where he interviewed one of the journalists who has been like kind of covering the story leading up to the, uh, the congressional hearing. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic to hear like a mainstream journalist engaging in like fairly deep skepticism in an interview format. And it is precisely the kind of interviewer that Joe Rogan is not. Uh-huh. If you want to hear the reason why I think Joe Rogan is a shitty fucking interviewer, go listen to this episode of the Ezra Klein show where 
the interviewee makes claims. And Ezra Klein, Ezra Klein comes back and says, now, wait a second. You just Let's said, this. but there's no evidence for that. So mm -hmm. either walk me through the evidence or walk me through your chain of logic, mm -hmm. as opposed to Joe Rogan's like, oh, that's interesting. Sounds okay. like it might be right. Let's presume it is and move <laughs> on with the fucking conversation. No, go listen to that show just to be able to say to your friends, here's what Joe Rogan doesn't fucking do. I I appreciate that very much because I also listened to that Ezra Klein episode when it first came out. And then I made a post on Facebook talking about how, you know, I, I was disheartened by the fact that so many people have been duped by this and that, you know, y'all need to turn in your skeptics card. And there were a few people who tried defending their views on aliens and whatever. One of them in particular mentioned mentioned that on her own timeline, that that interview that Ezra Klein did with uh, the woman who mm -hmm. has been, you know, reporting around this. And mm -hmm. so I listened to it again with a much more critical ear. And you're absolutely right. Ezra Klein does push back on a lot of her claims, but he doesn't, there's no postscript to it. There's no, there's mm -hmm. no summation at the end that goes, okay, so we talked about this, 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 and this, and she made these diff these varying claims, many of which are mutually exclusive and contradictory and mm -hmm. if you listen to the interview again, please pay close attention to those things because I asked her a lot of different questions that she was not able to provide any answers for, or she just did a lot of hand waving of a lot of his questions mm -hmm. away. That oh and, yeah, and we just we just really wanted to get this into print because Washington Post was doing it, but they weren't doing it fast enough. So then mm -hmm. we took it to another outlet. I can't remember which one it was, and and they wanted to do it too. They were very interested, but they couldn't get it done fast enough. But you know we were afraid that our person was in real danger, so we rushed this out as soon as possible. Like that's not that's not responsible journalism. That's no, no, that's terrible. And and there's there's differing opinions about the the ethics or the properness of doing a like post-mortem on an interview where the other person isn't present to defend themselves. And so I, I, I'm not sold on either approach um, because I've seen it done well, like you've described Dan mm -hmm. rarely. Mm -hmm. um, I think the guys at CogDis have been pretty good about doing that. in some of their interviews that went poorly. Mm -hmm. um, I've also seen that done badly, which is like sometimes when Sam Harris interviews people uh, and if they get into an argument, he'll spend like 15 minutes either before or after the footage. It's like, usually before because, off. yeah, it's usually before yeah. because he's going to poison the well against them before you right, listen to right, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like I'm, I'm mixed. Done well. I think it can be done well, but uh, it often doesn't become the case. Yeah, yeah. So. I think it's. I think if you're going to do that kind of thing, it's best to do it at the end when people have mm -hmm. listened to the whole thing, and then you can provide. Okay, this is me reflecting on this, and you know some of the notes that I've made that we didn't. You know, maybe we didn't get to spend a lot of time on specifically because we got sidetracked or whatever, but. You know, if I had this person back, these are the types of things that I that I would like to ask them or notice that when I asked this, they hand waved it away or offered a, an explanation that directly contradicts something they said earlier. Like just kind mm -hmm. of a summary where people can go back and listen to it for themselves again to say, oh, yeah, that's right. Rather than at the beginning where you're just like, this person's a shithead and here's why. <laughs> now right, listen to right. this thing where, where they prove that they're the shithead that I just told you that they are. Um, yeah. But but that you know doing it afterward, I think, as a summation, uh, would help 
dispel a lot of the confusion around interviews like this? Because the woman in in question that had posted this to her timeline, like listened to that interview and found this journalist absolutely credible and that everything she said was 100% correct. All even, mm-hmm. you know, disregarding the fact that several of the claims she made were in direct contravention of each other. Like they're mutually exclusive. You can't, you can't on the one hand say that it's a ragtag, tiny little group of people with a minuscule budget. And then on the other hand, say that we've had, you know, in this massive facility, alien artifacts and biologic material that we've had and maintained for decades. Yeah. Right. And it's done on a shoestring fucking budget. That just, it doesn't fucking work that way. That's not how anything works. Yeah. and so, yeah, it, it was just, it was really bothering me. We have run out of time. I'm going to say we're going to end the episode, the, the, the main episode here, and we'll do our mm-hmm. little closing out stuff. And then as a Patreon bonus or extra for this, we'll talk more about this, about the few interactions that I've had online. We'll, we'll go into those a little bit more in depth. And, and I, and I got, I got one more thought on the UFO thing that I'll share in the Patreon section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will do that. Well, I look forward to that. Before we go, though, before we end this main portion of the show, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because y'all keep the show going, and we appreciate you very much. That would be... Just anti-pro-fascist. Corvo's temporary food servant. Ed Harris. Kevin Shield. Crucify the like button, leave a review on iTunes, and rate the show five times a day towards Celia Gray. Steve Cuneau. Sinead Duffy. Uh, Tiffany Hudson, John McCullough, Ollie Olson, Vanessa, two skeptical chaps, Stephen Andrews, Savita Kuna, Corey Ebert, Martina Fern, not Franz Kafka, Jonathan, error 404, God not found, up Doug Willoughby, Marvin Draken, it's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. You did that perfectly. Nicely done. I know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Avocados, stinky sand castle. <laughs> Don't be a Richard. Mackenzie Peterson. All hail, Peanuth Butra. Jeremy Goodson. Utah Outcasts. That guy. Wesley Aaron. Hersinian. Amber Krellen. Sarah Segovia. Theodore Sellen. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. James. And Tim Jacobson. Yay! I'm doing the curve of waving my arms in the air. Thank you all very much. If you, dear listener, would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode, and then you get all kinds of fun things. You get extended episodes every now and then, like this one. You get uh, bonus episodes every now and then. You get a song at the end of the episode, extended outtakes, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, So we would appreciate it if you can do that. If you can't do it, if you can't afford it, then don't do it. But tell your friends about the show. Tell them to start listening. Uh, We've got some exciting stuff coming up in the near future that that I'm excited about. And uh, we will chat at you all next time. Uh, For those of you who are going to be tuning into the Patreon portion of the show, it'll be be fun. You'll get to hear me scream a little bit more, I think, because... God damn it. It's just, it's fucking infuriating and maddening. It's, it's like, I feel like I'm being gaslighted by people. Like, clearly you can't be this far gone, right? But apparently some people are. Dan, you're crazy. It's, it's gaslit. (laughs) 
All right. Well, thanks all. Thank you guys. Bye. Ciao. See you in the next part. Mm. Oh, good. Hit record this time. Yay. <laughs> now I got to make sure I have the timer. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm tired, right? That's why, man. Uh, <laughs> that would have been really funny if it was recording. We could have caught that. Start the, start the timer. Look at the, look at the thing. Start talking about where it's coming from. <laughs> uh, fucking fucked it up. <laughs>